This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Join us right now. We had some phone issues, but we straightened them out. Our man, we were just joking around, Brian. I did this whole intro, and, and you weren't on hold about your uh, your take. You had to pay off the bet. What was the bet you had to pay off on the podcast with Patrick Peterson? <laughs> well, towards the end of the season, um, when it was basically do or die time, I said to Pat P, if you guys win three straight ball games, you know, and for you guys that know me, I don't drink. I said, if you guys win three straight ball games, I'll take a shot of some liquor on the on episode, right? <laughs> and clearly at that time, as you know, Pittsburgh was kind of spiraling in the wrong direction. Mason Rudolph became the starting quarterback, so you didn't know exactly what was going to happen. And I wanted to see Pittsburgh win three straight uh, straight ball games. I'm a Steeler. So, but I've said if that happens, you know, I'll take a shot, something that I don't, I don't usually do. <laughs> and guess what? Mason jumped into the lineup. They won three straight ball games. And I totally forgot that I made that bet. And Pat P reminded me a few weeks ago, text my phone out of nowhere like it's time to pay up and I said you know what I got to be a man of my word I am so that was that was what, what the shot uh drink was about and for you guys that you know watch the episode I don't understand how people drink alcohol it is so nasty there's nothing good about alcohol at all at all I mean I I said before you came on I said you could have maybe segued in with some fireball or something with a little sweetness to it or something or a vodka shot or tequila but no you went right to the henny henny hey so anyway he our man Brian McFan check out the video it's a great podcast and they talk about everything all things covered what do you want to do man I, I'm not interested Carl has been banging the drum for bring him home talking about Justin Fields I don't see it in Justin Fields what do you think you know what? Um, the reality of the situation is two years basically as a starting quarterback, to, to your point, you really haven't seen a lot when it comes to winning ball games, right? I think his stat line, correct me if I'm wrong, is around like two wins to 20-plus losses as a starting quarterback in the National Football League. So that's nothing to be elated about but the upside, the potential. You know, many people believe if he's in the right situation where it's organized, he can excel to be a winning quarterback, not just an individual talent, but a winning quarterback. But I agree with you, Mike. I think when you factor in what the Atlanta Falcons need, they need a guy that has shown the ability to win ball games. They need a guy that has shown the ability to be a leader on and off the football field. And they need a guy that has experience in major situations in the National Football League. So I, for one, would be, if you're talking about a free agent potential quarterback, Kirk Cousins would be my guy. And the thing I like about Kirk Cousins, he's shown the ability to give numbers, do numbers, provide numbers, win ball games. Even without Justin Jefferson a year ago, he kept the Vikings afloat. He was putting out phenomenal numbers, and they were winning ball games. And Kirk Cousins is, is more than a serviceable quarterback. And the good thing about Kirk Cousins, Mike, is that you can bring him in on a two-year deal. You, you're, right. you won't be heavily invested in a four- or five-year plan 
for a quarterback. Kirk Cousins is a guy who has excelled in two-year opportunities. So if you're Atlanta, you bring him in on a two-year deal, you still got an opportunity to draft a younger guy, but now you have your quarterback right now for current day and a guy who can lead and he has shown the ability to do so. B, when it comes to the running game, Bijan came out this week talking to uh, Sports Illustrated and said he wants to run for 2,000 yards next season. Now, that would be awesome, but my question to you is, is that the right game plan for the Falcons? Uh, It would be great. I agree with you, but I don't see that happening. When you factor in how offensive game plans are now orchestrated, most offenses, they have a a two-back-like system, right? And you don't want to put too much workload on a one particular player's plate because oftentimes they can't handle that workload. But I do believe Bijan needs to be heavily involved in the offense. He needs to be the featured guy. He needs to be utilized in Atlanta's offense like Christian McCaffrey is utilized in San Francisco offense. He has that same skill set. That's why he was so, you know, sought after as a draft prospect a year ago because it's not just about his running ability, but his ability to catch passes out of the backfield. If he can get 2,000, no, I tip my hat to him. But I don't think he would get the opportunities to be able to have that type of year based on seeing where offenses are trending to now. When you factor in most featured guys, heck, there's only one offense that I can think of, and I know there's more than one, that has one featured running back. Most other offenses, they have two guys that get an opportunity to share carries and share touches, and that's why I don't think that is a realistic feat for Bijan because, you know, Tyler is not not going anywhere. You know, Algier is a guy who can – be a bell cow for this for this offense, and he's a change of pace guy as well, and you know he's going to get his opportunity. It's our man Brian McFadden, guys, on the WaitForIt.com hotline from CBS NFL. Uh, Kyron Williams rushes for over 1,100 yards last year for that Rams offense, and, you know, that that's a dude that, uh, you know, it's a fifth rounder. I mean, so Zach, Zach Roberts is definitely going to try to punch up that run game. He talked with us about pocket passer. You, you feel anything about Michael Penix, or are you waiting to see? Cause the combine's going to give us something. I mean, normally I wouldn't give two flips about the combine this year, Brian, but I'm really curious about the medical and what the quarterbacks do and do they all compete against each other. You know, I had an opportunity to talk to Michael during the Super Bowl week, and we chatted for almost about 40 minutes just talking ball. And I was there with some of his, his representatives as well. He was there with me with some of his representatives, and they're saying that they don't have any concerns about the medical. They're saying that his medical is going to check out as best as possible to make organizations feel like this is a guy that's going to be around and he's going to be durable. And then also, too, Mike, they gave me some insight about his speed. They're saying that he's going to run faster than most people expect him to run, which would clearly provide a big spark, momentum, when you talk about shooting up draft boards. Because we look at Michael Penix throughout his collegiate career, most recently last two years in Washington, a pocket quarterback, a guy that is not necessarily a runner. He ran when he needed to run, but he – more, he was more effective just working from within the pocket. But if he goes out and runs a fast 40 time, I mean, you already know what, what that can do to a player, especially a quarterback. He clearly has the hot tape, as you mentioned, the concerns of with his medical. If his medical checks out and he puts, puts together an outstanding combine performance, you better believe he will be a first-rounder for sure. B, when it comes to these edge rushers, Dallas Turner, Jared Verse, if the Falcons do decide to take one of those guys at eight, do you believe both or one of those guys could come in and be an instant year one, double-digit sack kind of guy? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on TuneIn. go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening uh double digit sacks is hard when you factor in rookie uh edge rushers i mean when you look at more notable what aiden hudges in his rookie campaign i don't think he got double digits you know what i mean no, but yeah. yet and still he was very very impactful right he had a real good rookie year we look at trevon walker was the first overall, overall overall selection a few years ago to Jacksonville. His first year, I think he might have had maybe four or five sacks. I don't know exact numbers, but he wasn't close to double digits. So that hasn't really been a realistic number. Not saying that it can't happen, but it hasn't been an ongoing trend for rookie edge rushers. But I'll say this much. Dallas Turner, South Florida guy right from my area, he can play football. Jerry Verse played at my alma mater, Florida State. He can play football. The thing that I love about both guys, they love the game. They love the game. They love everything that goes into being great within the sport. And because of that, they have a work ethic already instilled into who they are as a potential professional player, not to mention they can win one-on-one battles. I think the deciding factor between these two guys, when you factor in who potentially could be the first edge rusher to come off the board in the month of April during the draft, will be the combine performances. Because when you look at uh, the kid from UCLA, Turner, Verse, they all got hot tape. Super hot tape. So when you factor in the deciding factor on where this guy should go compared to the other guy, it's all about the individual performances at the combine. It's our man Brian McFadden here, guys, on the WaitFor.com hotline, former NFL corner, two-time Super Bowl winner. Uh, maybe make a play for LeJarrius Sneed. Chris, our, uh, our, our man, Chris Thomas Turtle, brought that up the other day. Uh, we have to make a decision, by the way, about A.J. Terrell. We don't create any turnovers from the cornerback position on this team. It's all from the safety. Man, listen, LeJarrius Sneed is like a quiet assassin. He does not say a lot, but his presence is felt anytime you watch him play, you know, in game-like situation, game-like moments. If he's available, you gotta you got to try your hand at it. But I'll say this much, when you talk about having the lack of turnovers, interceptions, it all boils down to pass rush. Right. Because when you look at teams that create pressure on quarterbacks, those are the same teams that are getting interceptions because oftentimes – pressure make quarterbacks throw the football when they're not ready to throw the football. So if you want to improve on the back end, in the back end, improve on the front end. 
because I played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we were a team defensively that was always sacking quarterbacks, always putting pressure on quarterbacks, and we always had turnovers. That's how you create turnovers. So when you factor in the lack thereof when it comes to interceptions and creating turnovers, it usually coincides with not getting enough sustainable pressure on quarterbacks. So for Atlanta, I do believe A.J. Terrell is going to stay in a Falcons uniform. I like his skill set. Um, you know, he wasn't at his best this year, but yet and still, he's still a high-level player at the cornerback position. And I think if you factor in final, finding a way to put more pressure on opposing quarterbacks, those guys in the back end will get interceptions. They will, get, they will, they will create turnovers. Brian, when it comes to the Falcons' offensive line, an area of need is center. But that's a bit of a tricky spot because you usually don't take a center in the first round, maybe not even in the second. But as important of a position as it is, where do you think the Falcons should target a center? Man, for me, when you factor in how important the center is, it's just as important as a catcher it is to a pitcher. Uh, as a catcher is to a pitcher in baseball, they go hand in hand. When you factor in having a nice quarterback center relationship, it goes hand-in-hand, not to mention the center is the brains of the operation on the front for the office alignment. These are the, that, that is the guy who commands when it comes to blocking assignments, making adjustments. And when you factor in the last great like center Atlanta has had, had was Alex Mack going back years ago. Right. You know, Alex Mack was a guy who was highly respected, but yet and still so reliable and super smart. His football IQ made things easier for guys like Matt Ryan, you know, and the rest of the offensive alignment. When it comes to drafting the center, I think when you factor in so many things the Falcons need, especially in the first two rounds of the draft, maybe maybe third round, maybe fourth round, depending on who's available, and you might can still try your hand you know, free agency as well. You know what I mean? We don't know exactly how this free agent market will look, but there will be some unknown names available that we don't necessarily think will be available, but it happens every off-season period. It happens every year mm-hmm. during free agency where there's a guy that's available now in March right. that during the month of February we feel like, nah, this guy might not be available. But in regards to selecting the center in that high first and second round, I would say no because you got to factor in what they need. We just talked about edge rushing, right? you got to find a way to either solidify and answer that question via free agency or via the draft. Could you use another wide receiver? What about a quarterback? What if a quarterback yeah. falls, you know, to the eighth spot? Now you've got to really entertain that thought regardless of what you do during free agency. So I wouldn't pull the trigger on the center super high in the draft as early as I would. The earliest I probably would do would maybe be third round. Okay. And we got 30.6 extra million dollars added to the cap because the NFL business yes. is booming. So we'll see where it goes. Hey, BMAC, man, good times, brother. Stay away from that Henny. <laughs> oh, no question. Hey, I'm one and done, man. I'm scared straight. My chest is still burning right now. <laughs> Check out the podcast, All Things Covered, with Patrick Peterson, man. Have a great weekend. Yes, sir. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 